is Adam Gorney here at the Rivals Camp in New Orleans with a very special guest. I think the biggest thing, the biggest credit is former five-star cornerback, number <laughs> number one cornerback in the 2009 class, Drake Kirkpatrick. Yes, sir. A decades-long NFL career. It's all worked out for you. All worked out. Let's, yes, let's take it back to Gadsden, Alabama, though, and, and, and how it kind of came up proving yourself and seeing the guys and it was a different era back then with social media and stuff like that but how much did you want to go out and really prove that you were number one in the country uh, I wanted to go out and compete with everybody um, my thing was nobody knew where I was nobody knew who I was uh, being a small town like Gaston you had to go out there and prove yourself um, that's why I kind of coached my son on just going out there always having something to prove not going off your dad legacy or trying to you know live up to your own name you Try to ease, I try to ease much pressure on him as much, but my thing is, man, I, growing up, from where I came from, I always wanted to make it out of my neighborhood, and I felt like football was my goal. Yeah. That was the reason for me to get out. How easy is that drive? I mean, is it just, you know, I, I'm skilled at this, this is what I'm going to do, this is who I'm going to be? I mean, or does it take a lot to, you know, to do? It take, to me, it took a foundation. Yeah. It took my parents, it took my friends' parents, it took my sisters, my aunties, everybody collective. Uh, coming together, building this brick by brick. And once we did that, uh, we all got on the same accord. Uh, my life changed dramatically. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. I started doing, getting better grades in school. I started monitoring the friends that I have, man. After that, everything just kind of played out. Yeah. Was it always Bama for you? I mean, you played the game. You like to, to talk other schools and stuff. But right. in your mind, was it like, I'm going to Alabama? Nah, actually it was Texas. Oh yeah? I changed my mind the night before the draft. Uh, me, and my, me and my mom were sitting around and she was like, where we going? What do we want to do? And, you know, I, I kind of just started thinking about my son. You know, uh, me having him 15 years old and me wanting to be around him and still be able to be a father figure even though I wasn't going to be in his, uh, in his same home or around him. But just being able to be able to get back to him whenever I needed to. Yeah. So that was pretty much my main reason to go to Alabama, but I definitely wanted to go to Texas. <laughs> what, what was it like playing at Alabama? And those were the years when it wasn't national, guaranteed national titles every single year yet. Uh, we haven't even won anything yeah. for saving. Um, and for me, it was more like the grind, the beginning of something so sweet. We was just there yesterday. I took my son that he had a visit. And, you know, they was showing us around, but we've been there so many times. We yeah. were just sitting around, really just took the time to embrace it. Yeah. And just really just checking out everything. What was it like playing for him? I mean, was it, what was it like? For uh, him? Playing for Coach Saban was pretty much amazing. Yeah. Uh, Life-changing decision. Uh, you know, I, I was kind of, go back to Texas. I was yeah. all the glamour. They had all the the uh, alligator seats on the, the recruiting room. And it was, that was all the things that would kind of amaze me when I got the uh, Coach Saban, you know, just more like a mental thing. Yeah. You know, he drove me mentally. Yeah. It's the legend was himself. It, was it? <laughs> oh. Hey, but I love, this is my man. I got my you. Brother, I love him. Just edit this, okay? We got it, man. This, this is in. I'll keep it in however you want to do it. <laughs> yeah, hey, just come oh, see me. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Did so. he no, no problem. Did he prepare you for an NFL career? Was it was it because it feels like at Alabama now, you go there for a lot of reasons, but one of them is because he could get you to the pros. Uh man, I felt like that was the goal then. Yeah. Now it's a chain reaction. Yeah. Um, people look at it as, oh, we go to Alabama, we're going to the league, which that's not the case. Right. Sure. You know, but when I was there, it was more like we had so much to prove. We wanted to prove everybody we was the best in the country. Uh, even now, I tell guys like. 
I look at Coach Saban, how he interact with the guys, he was totally different. It yeah. was more by the book, he was strict. We had, we had two of those. Yeah. These kids don't even know about two days. <laughs> right. So the crime was real. His his energy was high, which he still has great energy. He's still sharp with his mind. Um, but obviously, you know, he's been doing it so long, he's getting up in age. Um, but for me, man, it was, it was just very impactful to me. How much of a hand did you have in the Bengals getting to the Super Bowl? Because you got to feel like <laughs> you drove something, right? <laughs> um, for, for me, you know, one of our thing was just coming together collective as a team outside of the room. And a lot of guys embraced that after I left and they came back and told me, like, hey, man, you was right. We did need to get more involved. It's not a lot to do in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, so guys have to make their own plans, make their own fun. Uh, so... I think once that kind of caught on, you seen the dynamic and the, the atmosphere change. Guys hanging out more, and which when I was there, you didn't really see that. Yeah, yeah. Do you like the chili there, or is it the cinnamon? I don't like the chili. Yeah. Everybody in Cincinnati <laughs> know I do not like the chili. There's no offense to the chili. I, I'm from Alabama. Right. I just know what real chili tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> what does it take to get to the NFL? I mean, is it just? Is it how much of it is like? just physical makeup and ability and how much is it mental and preparing and training and being a dog and all the things that you have to do, you know? So to me, so when I look at it like this, a guy can train a kid all day long. He's got given talent. He's gonna be whatever he's gonna be. But the guy that has a great support system around him with that training and that's feeding him the outside knowledge other than football, that's when you see guys start turning. That's when you see guys start being more responsible. That's why I preach to my, my son. You know, it's not about being the most athletic. It's going to be about who's going to do the things right when it's time to do it right. Yeah. yeah. Not, oh, I want to showboat or I want to go outside the lines. Doing it right, to me, the guys that do, do it right all the time are the guys that always be more successful. Right. Being a father of a kid now who's going through this and is going to do it, do you put... How much pressure do you put on him? Do you not put pressure on him? Do you tell him? Do you let him experience it himself? I mean, how do you kind of handle it and go through it with him? Because, you know, you could do it a million ways. Nah, for one, it's, it's definitely pressure, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's my job to make him ease through the pressure. Right. You know, um, I don't want to put extra pressure on him. He already have enough pressure on him by yeah. me still being young, yeah. still being active, and he's coming up. So, you know, he having to go through where... You know, you doing this because of your dad, and you only here because of your dad. So that that to me, that's a mental side effect that he has to go through and defeat uh, on his own. You know, and just me, just being his pops, I'm always giving great advice. I'm always try to keep him as cool as as possible. Yeah. Keep a cool head around him. Um, you know, but other than that, I just I just tell him, man, it's all up to you. You know, you you it's man versus self. You fight through your own adversity. Yeah. What, what does it take to be a five-star cornerback, a cornerback that starts at Bama, a first-round NFL draft pick, and then a decade long? In the, I mean, is it? do you have to have supreme confidence in yourself? Do you have to look at that receiver and say you're going to have the worst day of your life? I mean, how, how did you go through that? Um, for me, it, was, it started with shit-talking. You have to be a great shit-talker. You have to have confidence, you know, and if you don't have confidence, you beat before you be on the field. Yeah. Those receivers, they know where they're going. They know where they, what they're doing, and they know where they got to be. We don't as a defense. Um, so you have to have great technique. You have to have great instincts. And you have to be a dog. Yeah. You got to be a dog. You can't shy away from no, no competition at all. Perfect. Again, that is five-star, former five-star cornerback, Drake Kirkpatrick. I'm Adam Gorney for Rivals.com.